0: BELL RINGS Well, look, I don't know about you, Michelle, but man, Australia's performance lately has been suboptimal. Wouldn't you agree? Are we going to do sub jokes the whole Look, time? Look, um, I, I really, really, really want to talk about subs. And let me, let me, on Monday, we are going to do the full schmear on what's going on. But right now, I want to give, I want to give us a little bit of a taste of what submarines can do. Why because submarines are so important. Why right. we have this massive freaking problem with subs. And it goes down to this little meeting that happened in Bob Hawke's office back in the 80s with six naval officers and Kim Beasley, who was the at that time the mm. defense minister and this was their this was their pitch for the Collins class submarine because do you know one of the things australia does well is close operation submarine work all right it's okay. called literal operations literal mm-hmm. meaning coastal waters. We're really good at getting in tight and close and having a look around. And it all came down to the HMAS Orion. What a great name okay. for a submarine. And it was an Oberon-class submarine. We don't have them anymore. If you go down to the Maritime Museum in Sydney, we've got one sitting there. You can go and have a look at it and realise just how freaking uncomfortable those things must be to be in. Yeah, 100%. Right, so total diesel electric thing. Now, everyone talks about conventional subs and Nuclear subs. Now the thing about conventional subs is they can be really, really quiet. They just can't be really quiet for a long time. Because occasionally they've got a surface to breathe and run their engines. They're kind of like so, whales. And, yeah, like whales. Good. Yeah, good like point. metal whales. Like, like little are. whales. It's like when you when they breach, they look they remind me of whales because they do that. <laughs> They come yeah. up, they have a bit – and actually what I really like is if they are to submerge and run a snorkel up to the surface so they can run their diesel while they're submerged, it's mm. called snorting. See? Whales. Snorting. So anyway, we have uh, the HMAS Orion, which is parked just outside Cam Ray Bay in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. It's parked there because the Australian Navy have realised that there's this Soviet cruiser that's coming through the Indian Ocean and is going to pull in to Cam Ray Bay. But what they also know is through communications that's coming off this boat, it's being tailed by a Charlie-class Soviet submarine. And the Australians went, ooh, wouldn't it be cool if we could have a look at that? So, this is what I love about this story, is Mm. basically the commander of the Australian boat, Commander Kim Pitt, Commander Kim Pitt did some of the most amazing precision driving you can do in a submarine. Because what happened is, as the Soviet sub was pulling into harbour, he basically slipped in behind it. Now, that's called the baffles. If you're behind a submarine Mm. where its propellers are... Their sonar is ineffective. They can't hear what's behind because they're generating all this noise. So he slipped into the baffles, and as this submarine surfaced, he started surfacing slightly slower than the first sub and then passed along underneath it. Now, I like this. Taped, probably not taped, probably bolted, but strapped to the periscope of the uh, HMAS Orion was a video camera and oh. they filmed... <laughs> Did they use duct tape? Probably. A bit of Velcro, mm. right? Yeah. A bit of Velcro, blue tack, whatever. They had this thing stuck to the mast and as it went past the submarine, it filmed everything. Now, they showed this video to Bob Hawke and Bob Hawke was very sceptical to begin with and then sat there trying to pick his jaw up off the floor mm. as literally the propellers of this Soviet submarine filled the screen and they zoomed along and saw the sonar arrays and they saw the torpedo tubes. They saw everything. It was great. Mm. And then what they did is they stopped, submerged slightly, and they were barely under the surface. While well, this thing is now currently almost surface, the Soviet subs almost through uh, breaching the water and they're below it. Submarine goes over the top and they just let it go past. And filmed the other side of it. So they got a full picture of this submarine. Now you might think so, what's so big about that? To get that kind of footage, the only other way they could have done it was to get into the dry dock at Camray Bay where they were going to do some work on the sub or in a dry dock in one of the Soviet cities, one of the Mm. Soviet ports. That's really hard to do. So the fact that they were able to do that really put Australia in a very strong intelligence position because suddenly the Americans are going, these Aussies are really good at doing close-in action with submarines so essentially they turned around to the to bob Hawke and went you know we could buy some new ones they're called collins class submarines and bob went let's do this and of course we have the saga of the collins class submarine which is hilarious but i love the thing about kim pitt commander kim pitt who did the Mm. whole exercise He did this beautiful exercise, and actually there was one video they didn't show Bob Hook because it almost went horribly wrong. As he was leaving, he tried to get another shot of another Soviet sub and nearly blew the entire mission. All other submarine captains basically called Commander Kim Pitt. A bit of a pirate. This guy was pretty insane with the stuff he used to do. He'd have all these little tricks that he'd use in the water. So Australian subs were really, really good at literal work. Of course, there were a few mistakes. One of the last missions the Oberon submarines had was off uh, Shanghai, and it got caught in the fishing nets. Oh, and nearly sucked a a fishing boat (laughs) down, right? How did it – oh, did it just, like, run right into it? Well, your sonar is going to pick up ships, but is it going to pick up nets? I mean, you use nets to capture submarines. Do you? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know the the mini-sub in the War Memorial? As a kid, you must have seen it, right? Yeah. If you grew up in Canberra, basically, you've been there, right? Well, if you look, there's a sort of serrated – line of steel right on the front right. of the sub. That was used to cut the subnets in Cindy Harbour. Oh. Right? So the thing is, that, of course, creates a profile that creates a lot of noise of the water of the water passing over the sub as it's underwater. Mm. Back then, we didn't have sonar that was that good. Now we do. So essentially, this this Oberon-class submarine sailing into Shanghai to have a look at the Chinese Navy gets caught up in a fishing net. Could you imagine the fishermen pulling it in, going, ooh, throw it back. It's too small. Right? <laughs> but the, the fishermen actually had to cut the net away because their boat was literally being sucked underwater yeah, by it this. Would thing. Have. So, this is the thing. I just wanted to give the listeners a taste because yep. next week we are going to deconstruct what the hell is going on with our subfleet right now. So it's like a, a sub-app, maybe even a sub-plot to the main stage, right? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's it is. It's a substantial episode coming up. A sub Yeah, I see what you did there. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that.